Welcome to 4D. Deep dive into degenerative diseases. Gaining insights through casual and amusing clinical conversations. Welcome to 4D, a podcast brought to you by the ANPT Degenerative Diseases Special Interest Group. I'm Parm Paget, a physical therapist, and I serve as secretary of the DD-SIG. I'm here today with Dr. Alicia Flock, clinical assistant professor at the University of South Carolina. And we are here to talk about telehealth and sustainability of telehealth. So welcome, Alicia. And um, just tell us a quick little bit about yourself before we delve into telehealth. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Aparma. You know I love the DD-SIG. As a former officer, too, I love being um, able to support the podcast. Yeah, and we miss uh, you. I I know. I keep sending people your way, the students' um, positions. I keep encouraging all of my students to apply, so hopefully you'll get some nibbles. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I am a clinical assistant professor, as you mentioned, at University of South Carolina. I primarily teach the neurologic curriculum here. I'm super excited to talk with you. Um, My clinical practice is in degenerative diseases as well as my research efforts. So um, yeah, I think this mirrors well with our talk about telehealth. Yeah, so you've been involved in a group that is meeting and talking about sustainability of telehealth. So tell me a little bit about the group. Yeah, so the group initially started with just a few friends from across the country that were starting to delve into telehealth as the pandemic started to close outpatient clinics. And uh, there were just a need to pool resources to see what people were doing, what sort of measures people were using to evaluate people with neurologic conditions. And it grew, so friends of friends invited um, each other. And so we've been meeting um, variable timeframes, but every few weeks to touch base and to see how things are going and learn any tips and tricks that have helped make telehealth a little bit um, easier to perform um, with people with neurologic conditions. Mm -hmm. And I was able to attend only once. it has been on my calendar and I love, but I did love it the one time I went and I think it's a, you know, I think it's one of the silver linings of this pandemic is that we've really pushed telehealth forward, but I'm seeing it even here where it's stepping back already as people are starting to open up in-person visits, people are doing less telehealth than they were two months ago. Um, But one of the things that struck me when I did attend a meeting was the tips and tricks, which I thought were super helpful and interesting. Um, And I think, you know, people who are practicing in that realm, it might make sense to have some way of sharing that. So is that something that you guys have talked about at all, like a forum or documents or some way to share that information? So we have started a Slack channel, which is a place where we've been sharing resources and trying to organize our idea, our ideas surrounding telehealth a little bit. Um, I do think there is a great need to share amongst um, therapists just outside of our group. So I'd be eager to entertain other potential options for that. 
Um, I will say that the telehealth group that I've also been attending outside of the group that we started is a vestibular group, which Heidi Roth is leading. Um, mm -hmm. There's some great things happening there and there's some great resources being shared. Um, so I think there's an opportunity to sort of centralize perhaps some of these resources, maybe through the ANPT, open to suggestions and ideas for sure outside of our Slack channel. Yeah, great. I mean, one of the exciting things about this is that it's really just developing. And I think it's exciting for people to hear about and then, um, you know, for us to be able to bring some of those ideas forward is kind of cool. And so the other realm that you guys have been working on a little bit is um, supporting legislation to promote, continue to promote telehealth. So what's going on with that? Absolutely. So you mentioned that you can sort of see telehealth fading a little bit as in-person visits are opening back up and people are starting to get a handle on how to resume in-person physical therapy evaluations and visits. And what's somewhat disappointing to our group is that instead of viewing it as this opportunity to optimize and sort of catapult us into using telehealth in a more effective way to expand our reach, to um, really strengthen what we're doing, um, we're sadly seeing it sort of fade into the background and only um, being thought of as this emergency stopgap um, tool. And so we're trying to brainstorm ideas about how to sustain telehealth. And I am very eagerly involved in many advocacy efforts. And my first thought was to, well, we need to help support the efforts that are going on at a federal level to continue telehealth services um, beyond just physical therapy. And so there are many groups supporting telehealth independently, um, physician groups, foundations supporting specific um, patient populations are organizing efforts to support telehealth at the federal level. Uh, and we're all working independently to do that. But I think my big goal or ideal goal would be to support or help form or connect people to build a coalition of organizations and of people that could help sign on to this, you know, support related to sustaining telehealth and the benefits. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It sounds lofty, but awesome. <laughs> I know. We love it. very goals. small, just go to the action page on the APTA and now it sort of snowballed into, well, how can we bring these bigger organizations together um, to at least see what's possible if we join forces? Yeah. And so there is a way though for therapists to support some of these efforts easily through the APTA. Yeah, so there's a legislative action center through the APTA and you can log in to use it, but you don't have to be a member to use it. So I think that is important to share. So there is an option that you can be uh, a logged in member or there is an option to send letters about issues um, as a non-member or e even as a patient. So one of the big advocacy efforts right now are to prevent Medicare cuts um, that are planned to go into effect in January. So there are preformed letters that you simply put in your zip code. It populates who your representatives and senators are, and it automatically fires off the letter to um, the people in your district. So very easy, less than five minutes of time to create support um, for the legislation. And there is one related to telehealth already in the Legislative Action Center. Okay, very cool. So what we'll do is we'll provide a link to that in the description of this podcast. 
And so people can, um, you know, hopefully very easily just click on that link and spend their less than five minutes to support this effort. Absolutely. What's the future of your group? Are there other things that you're working on? Well, I think it uh, depends on sort of these sustainability and advocacy efforts. Um, one idea generation that we've thought about is there potentially an opportunity to pull together um, the evidence that supports telehealth and neurologic rehab, which there's not an abundance of evidence, but there's some. So what evidence can we pull together and potentially create um, a systematic review or even formulate more of an opinion piece related to experiences of people um, that have experienced telehealth from the therapist perspective, a student perspective, and even um, a patient client perspective. So we've talked about a couple of different avenues to try to either just boost visibility, um, mm -hmm. but also pool the evidence to see where it stands and how we can help boost the evidence surrounding telehealth and physical therapy. Mm -hmm. So That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Good. So we are recording this as a bonus episode. And so we just mm -hmm. wanted sort of a quick, brief um, touch on what's happening out there in the world of telehealth and uh, physical therapy. And, you know, at some point we have talked about trying to do um, a larger podcast about specifically about telehealth and how people are doing it and providing some of those tips and tricks. So, you know, this was just sort of a way for us to kind of wet our whistle and get a little bit of an idea of what is happening out there. So Alicia, is it okay for us to provide your email address for listeners that might be interested or know of other groups that are doing similar things to connect you with? I would love that. Um, perfect to share in the link in, in the podcast, but also I'll share it here. My email is a-D-F-L-A-C-H at mailbox.sc.edu. And I'm happy to field any emails of interest and um, would love to get you plugged in with our um, group or um, see how we may get plugged in with other connections that you may have. So I'm eager um, to be connected with anyone that has this interest in promoting sustainability of telehealth. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to Jillian McDonald, who has really been um, instrumental in getting this group up and running. Um, and also Katie Hendren, who is also part of the DD SIG or was part of the DD SIG, I think just rolled off. Yep. Um, the two of them have really helped continue to keep this ball rolling. And I just want to say thanks to them. Great. So even though this is a bonus episode, we do like yes. to ask people, as you know, what they do when they're not working. So um, tell us a little bit about what you do when you're out, outside the office. Well, Parm, I've been observing some of your pictures that you've been sharing, and I am also a hiker, probably not the same long distance hiking and camping that you are doing. Um, but we took our family recently to Devil's Head and to Chimney Rock State Park in North Carolina, in which we estimated about 650 stairs were climbed on the way up, which nice was good. It was really, I was impressed specifically with my five-year-old who was able to do that um, stairs up and down. So we love to hike in the outdoors, um, mountains, beach, all of it. We love it. Yeah. 
That's so. great. It's a, definitely a theme in this podcast. There's been yeah. a lot of lot of talk about hiking and yeah. being outdoors, and yeah. um, you know, I think it makes sense when you're talking to a bunch of physical therapists in the midst of a pandemic. Get on out there. Get outside. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Alicia, for joining us today. This was really great. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for joining us today. Special thanks to our guest, Alicia Flack. This podcast was produced by the ANPT Degenerative Diseases Special Interest Group. Subscribe to our newsletter on the ANPT website, neuropt.org, or check us out on Facebook. Special thanks to Jimmy McKay for providing music. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend or colleague today. It's like, I need some sort of street cred. I don't want to throw you under the bus. <laughs> no, that's okay. I appreciate I mean, that. I don't think we have, you know, more than like 12 listeners. So I think it's okay. But Sarah Crandall is like blooper queen. Uh, <laughs> and I can say that. I would say that if she was here, but I'm always like, let's skip the bloopers. And she never lets me. The other thing about this podcast is I almost always scrub the introduction of the person. So I listened to that one and I didn't notice that at all. That's because I had to fix it. How was that? Perfect.